The Tape Never Lies Network. Starts now. Super 16 is the cream of the crop. College football time of year don't stop. With Christopher Zurich, just another go down with the courage. Heart, skill, and will. Bringing you the best 16. Serving up a plate for the football teams. Breaking the best 16 college teams. Football fans, it's the show with your dreams. Hello, everyone, and welcome to week 13 of the Super 16 poll show. Before we get started, let's bring in Phil Toshi because I want to make sure his tummy's okay. Phil, I'm, I'm still recovering oh, from the stomach illness. Your tummy ache? Yeah, okay. it's been a tough okay. go. I just wish I can kind of like rub on your head a little bit, you know. <laughs> Like, like grandparents used to do. Is that how they they got rid of the stomach they rubbed on your head? Well, yeah, that, that's that 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 and Windex. I mean, that solves everything. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate Cherie and you stepping up in my absence. Yes, it was actually the show went really smooth. I was kind of nervous know. because I heard you were trying to replace me. Eh, eh, I don't know. I mean, and we did it on time. It came in on time, less than an, almost less than an hour. Jeepers, creepers. Which would have been a record for us. It would have been a record. Yes, it would have been. Well, did you talk about any dragons or anything like that? We saved Star that Wars? For, we saved that for your conversation. Oh, okay. It wasn't on the script. Wow. <laughs> exactly, Chris. Wow. However, I'm glad, I'm glad like to be back. Thank the, the 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 doctor guys the uh, the the wellness folks to or, or that or Walgreens that you're okay yeah all of the above okay all right fair enough my wife everyone was taking care of me I'm back though I feel that's good feel better because we miss you even though we did it we had a kick-ass show we actually missed you I so, appreciate is that correct didn't we miss him just a little, a little bit. bit. Just a, a little, little bit. bit. Okay. All right. Apparently you Just are replaceable. You are you are replaceable. I, everybody's replaceable, Chris. Apparently. Apparently. Yes. College football, though, is not. That is correct. But before we get started, yes. let's thank the National Football Foundation folks. Absolutely. And the Football Writers Association of America for allowing us to do this. We're on week 13. We have a couple more weeks to go, but oh, it was a humdinger. But before we get started, yes. How about those bears? Oh, Chris, you had to oh, bring it back. Oh, my my Thanksgiving was so much fun, and the new house, high school ball. We got to go to the Thanksgiving game and then college football. Was, was that a picture of your crew that went to the the high school game, or you showed you you sent the picture of? Yeah, I saw a few of my. Former players I coached at the game, okay. uh, teammates. It wasn't packed house, but and then the boys got to go down. 
with their grandpa and experience. And my nephew was playing as a true freshman. He was starting varsity. Oh, wow. So, yeah. So he's a baller over there. So it was nice to go out there, see that. Then Thanksgiving. Now, is this the field that's named after your dad? No, I was at the 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 opponent's field, the rival. Okay. Next year it'll be there. Okay. So they switch it every year. Gotcha. Um, but yeah, it was nice to get out there. It was a beautiful day. My wife was cooking. She hooked it up. Nice. And then you know the weekend, obviously, and then the Bears. I I go from zero to sixty because. It's the best of times and the worst of times oh, my in Jim's Lord. book club. Oh, my Lord. <laughs> right? the, the reality for me is I see things differently than the statisticians and all of these other minutiae manipulators of truth. I know me and Shane were fired up and people get all nervous. Of truth. Huh? I, I like that one. I'm, I'm glad. And, and the reality is I'm concerned about Eberflus. I'm concerned because I don't like the politics and I don't like the rundown of positives after an embarrassing defeat. I think that's the worst case. That's a politician's role. Well, I know I said I wasn't going to raise taxes, but look, I saved you here and I saved you over there, but I didn't save you in the wallet. But Listen, I got it. It's a magic trick. Don't just be truthful and honest about your responsibility that you didn't coach well and that you have to do better and you will. I don't understand who's and what's going on there in regards to Eberflus. And it concerns me because Justin Fields has covered over a lot of warts. He's covered over a lot of warts. Now, is Eberflus a done deal? We got to fire? No, no, but I, my job is to t speak the truth of what I see. If I sat there and just went with the flow, there wouldn't be the first guy to call out Matt Nagy. And that was me saying, this guy's a shoe sale. He's not a head coach. He's not ready. Mm -hmm. doesn't understand. Now, here I am with this call. I'm going to give him another year but or two, whatever it takes. I just don't write in these excuses for, oh, he doesn't have talent. This is the NFL, Chris. You've played in the NFL. You've lost and won in the NFL. There's no excuse for not knowing assignments. There's no excuse for being out leveraged in alignments and some of the stuff you're preaching. And if that doesn't get better and it's not, and it continues to happen week and week, and then you're playing the same personnel that stink and you're not trying to create competition, then you're just going down a loser's path. So I don't care how much talent you have or how many high draft picks you have, you and I know that the draft is a 50-50 crapshoot anyway. Whether you're picking first or 31st, you are gambling on a guy and whether or not he's going to 
transition into the NFL. It's sure. that way all the time, all the time. That's why we all see these stories of undrafted. So it's important that A, the GM is good, but B, I don't care. You pick second or oh, we, we got the second pick. We got 130 million. What's out there for you to spend on talent? Why? Who fits? Who loves the game of football that you're bringing in here? Who are you going to hold them accountable? Are they going to play up? These questions are very fair. And when I see saw what happened with the New York goddamn Jets, right? They they couldn't put three points up against New England the week before that you smashed, right? You smashed New England. Then I have my concerns. And if, like Mike D said, if you come from a place where you're tanking for higher picks, that's just a loser's bet in a loser's culture. So he's got to do, I, I saw his presser today and he kind of, it sounded like he heard exactly what I was criticizing him of. And he was cleaning up his act, so to speak today in his presser, holding people accountable, hinting that there might have to be some changes. Hello, this is, <laughs> I mean, I've been seeing changes that need to be made on the offensive line since week one. Right. So, and I think people know. It's like, you can't, I don't know. I've just, I've never, the maniacal head coach, a la goes into Ohio State with everybody against him and injuries and his best players. That, and you see what that temperament and that personality is. And I've pointed out these things with Ditka, who you played for, Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson. There's a competitive drive that you're not allowing the referee to take it away from you. You're not allowing anybody to be unprepared. And if they're not prepared, no matter what they get paid, no matter what cars or shame and salary, you can't do it. You can't, you do it. You don't know your assignment. You're uh, sit down. Don't care if you're Ryan Poles is number one pick. You better know your place because that's the expectation. It's greatness. That's what football on the NFL level, on the college level. I mean, I'm at Hofstra. I'm getting a test every week on my plays. <laughs> There's like 380 plays. And you had to know it based on trips, <laughs> whether you're the single, double, deuces, whatever the formation was, you had to know your assignment on each. And that's what this should be. To me, confusion, penalties, lackadaisical effort. And Chris, last point, and I think you'll agree with me here. When you're not a starter, right? And there's an injury to a player above, that's your time to shine. Right. That's your time to say, this job is never going to go away from me. Right. So when I hear people while oh, they're playing with backups or playing, that's coaching right there. We're gonna prepare you and you have to be, I've done everything I possibly can. Now there should be no confusion in assignment. All week long, you go over this stuff. 
and you simplify it so you could play fast and aggressive, just like you preach. What I saw against the Jets was a travesty. It's embarrassing. I'm tired of it. I'm tired of seeing the excuses made, not enough talent. I'm like, there's enough talent out there. We've seen it week in and week out. And I know Justin Fields has covered over a lot of warts. So you got that answer. You know he's going to be your future. But how this team shapes out, obviously, it's going to be changing. It's going to be changing. But there's a lot of soap operas within the culture of what is going on. I mean, Josh McDaniels, who's the co-hackett? They're talking about firing these guys after one year, right? <laughs> Hackett up in Denver, McDaniels. I, McDaniels won yesterday in overtime, but there, there was energy and verbiage that they're going to get fired after one year. Coaching is not an easy job. That's why I always tell fans, I go, it's the number one most important position over quarterback is to find the right coach because sure. the culture is going to be – the difference between winning and continuously winning and having a flash in the pan. You always have to have answers. You always have to do. And your offensive coordinator has been suspect at best. Suspect at best. And exactly. That's why he's right. That's what makes it the greatest game because there's such a marriage there between quarterback and coach and defensive philosophies and coverages but at the end of the day it goes back to blocking and tackling it really does so you can put all the x's and o's up block and know your assignment and tackle you'll win a lot of games in that in that order so the bears to finish my thought there have left me with more questions and one answer that's the one answer you got the one answer you guys, David, um, excuse me, Justin Fields. Now you have questions. David, is David Montgomery coming back? Is, you know, Cole Komet, are you going to sign him? What are you going to do with Mooney now that Mooney's hurt? So there's a lot of questions that are going to go in to this offseason with a lot of money, with a high draft pick. I get it. But we'll see. That's what I cover it. But right now, Chris, I think people were totally misconstruing what I'm saying. I don't, one other thing I want to clear. I've never once said that Matt Nagy, or excuse me, Matt Nagy or Eberflus should come out here and bury his players. It's not, that's not the way you do it. You come out there and you hold your players accountable right. under the guise of yourself. Right. This isn't okay. You don't have to name names. What I saw out there is going to change. I is totally unacceptable. We cannot play and look as disgraceful as we did. People that have traveled far and wide to New York to see us play are disappointed and I get it. And I, I can't happen on my job. That is what a head coach should be doing. Not this, Chris. Well, get out Chris Zorich's notepad. 
Well, on third downs in the first quarter, we were about 73%. We hit, we had a big play down the right sideline. We covered kicks really well. We had that, like, no, no, that's a politician's way. So for me, Chris, that says I'm nervous. Does this guy get the big picture? No one wants to hear the positives in a 31 to 10 blowout to the Jets, for God's sake. No one, want, no one cares that Trevor Simeon had a good first quarter drive, right? That's well, but but is I mean, is it going to change in a year? I mean, are we going to hear the the same stuff next year? That's the, that's what I'm saying, Chris. I'm I'm jumping to the understand. Hey guys, this is making me nervous that you are going to be that way because glass half full guys, like he's saying, always lose, always lose. It's in football, soccer. That shit might work. Okay, guys, we 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 tied them up zero zero. We did a good job. It's a draw. In football, there is no glass out fill. There's only one full. It's full on winning. That's it. That's your ultimate goal. You played for Lou Holtz. Is he happy when a long snapper snaps the ball wrong? We'll get him next time, Dad Charlie. We'll get him next time. Come on, buddy. No, he's going crazy. This is your one job that you have to do. I know. Get it right. You think he's going to get it wrong? No. Got to be maniacal. The, the McCaskies are so afraid of this personality like mine that's going to go in there and say, take this shit off the wall and put something up there that defines the culture of me. And that's kick ass every down. If you don't get out. Find you're the role of the GM. Find me guys that love the game. Right. That's number one. I don't care if he runs four one. If he doesn't love the game, his speed means zero. Zero. It's great for freaking Madden and Stat Boys. That's it. Football players. It's not hard. We all do it. I've I've been pretty good at picking out guys that the Bears should draft. Have I missed? Of course. You'll always miss. But again, I use you as an example. Chris Zorich, six foot, 200. Hey, six one. Come on, man. All right. But you said six foot in private. I'll just share that. What the fuck, man? Damn. Six one. Now you beat me up. 200 and how much did you weigh coming out of Notre Dame? I don't know. Well, go ahead. I mean, since I was only six foot. I don't remember. I think I was 240. 240. Six foot 240 coming out of Notre Dame. Playing all American, playing defensive tackle in the NFL. So we pop on your tape. I did not weigh 240, by the way. Okay, so you weighed what, 285? Okay, yes, but not 240. It also wasn't six foot. I gave you six one. You're killing me. Six one, six one. So two six one two eighty five, right? And no, you six one two eight two seventy five. Okay, two seventy five. 
Going once, Claudio. Going twice. (laughs) But you had the heart and the passion to play the game. I'm not blowing smoke up his butt. That's what I saw even as a young kid. That's what the Chicago Bears. Jack Sanborn, right? Did he? What was his 40 time? What was his? He was undrafted. Right. The whole league passed over him. Right. Every time I watch tape of him, he's popping on the tape because he understands his assignment and plays full speed and loves the game. That's it. That's the secret. (laughs) That's it. It's not hard, Ted Phillips. It's really not. And that's where Eberflus's glass half full crap has got to stop. No more coming off a loss you after a win give me all the great positives you want that's that's the goal right right coming off of a loss and an embarrassment now you go to green bay just hypothetical now playing green bay at home aaron Rodgers doesn't play let's say but love goes out there throws four touchdowns they beat you 38 to freaking 13 he comes to the thing. Well, listen, in the first half, we really had him on the ropes. I, I really like the way Trevor played. <laughs> no one cares. Do you understand? That's the wrong approach with the coach. And that's where I'm throwing caution into the wind. So I've changed a lot of things at Hallis Hall. This network has too, by being loud and critical of it. I want this to help coach Eberflus. Don't come listing positives. Um, confront the things that need to be changed. Every person, every coach I know that has done that, from Nick Saban, Bill Parcells, Jimmy Johnson, go down, Bill Belichick, all of them. Peyton, Sean Peyton, he ain't listing all the positives in a loss. Well, but maybe, here you go, maybe... It's because this is a first-year head coach. He's never done this before. Right. That's why I want to help him. I go, if you're going down this road, you are going to lose. Glass half full, loss. Well, hopefully there are people in the organization that kind of explain that. <laughs> they or don't not. have people. Or not. Here. Or not. You're going to charge $5 for food. I, <laughs> you and I both know. There's very, I just sitting on the bus. Is football the most important thing or is what they're eating and how they're traveling more important? That to, that That's the most important thing I pull away from the behind the scenes. I don't know that politics aren't first and foremost. Then football, right down the line. The new stadium, let's, the social media department, all this other stuff is more important than what's the bread and butter can't forget the bread and butter. Now, George and I agreed talking to him. I'll say this. I believe that he's right. The Hallis, the trophy should be the Super Bowl trophy. Shouldn't be no Lombardi trophy. Freaking cold. You guys agree on one thing. What's that? Yeah, we agreed on that. I totally agree. It should be the Hallis trophy because... Without George Hallis, there is no NFL. So that should be the Super Bowl trophy. It shouldn't be the NFC. Lombardi should be the NFC. Right. They got that wrong. 
So I totally agree with him on that. But anyway, that's my mini Bears rant. There's really nothing to talk about football-wise. It's just, it is what it is right there. I'm sure when I pop the tape in, I'm going to see the same mistakes I saw against Atlanta the week before, who, by the way, isn't a good football team either, but you lost to them too. So there you go. No, you didn't throw anything, so I'm, I'm, I'm happy about that. You didn't throw your microphone. You didn't throw anything behind you. You weren't throwing, you know. Imagine if I went to that game with Claudio and Jackal. They were <laughs> they were at that game. Oh, my God. Claudio, I, go, I called him on the ride home after BHL, and I'm on the speaker with Jackal and him, and I'm like, so just tell me how it was. He's like, our defense looks pathetic. I go, exactly. Exactly. You're a defensive coach, man. You, I would be go you you get the young bucks in there. That's when you coach the most. That's when you coach the most. So it, listen, it could be Allen Williams, the defensive coordinator. He ain't the guy. Could be him. But that's on Eberflus to make sure. Listen, I know that's your boy. Right. Look what what's his name did in Detroit. He fired his boy. Like, gotta get him out. And they've been playing a hell of a lot better. You gotta, you gotta do something different. It starts to me. The center, obviously, Dieter Island would be right in there. Tevin Jenkins would be going over to left tackle. Braxton Jones, he'd be playing the right tackle because you're down Borum and Reef. Who's and 75? Huh? Who's number 75? <laughs> That's Larry Borum. Did you? I text you. Yeah, I did see. Did I've you never see seen anything like it. I mean, he was just like, and the dude got, and his quarterback got sacked. And I mean, he went back there and looked at him. And he didn't help him and up. And walked away. I was like, whoa. Dude, I. Now, now that, that was one play, but still, the idea that your guy <laughs> made the sack and, and you, 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 weren't, you, you, weren't, you didn't even have the balls to go over there and pick, pick your quarterback up. Come on, man. Now, the conspiracy is he didn't even know that was his guy. He just. He's like, oh, that wasn't my guy. That was someone else's. I never saw Okay, him. but who? I'm kidding. I mean, was, I'm kidding. I don't know. Okay, okay. I'm okay, like, no, like the closest person. No, you're 100%. Who was a receiver, right? I mean, come on. You're 100%. That was an embarrassment. And I think you're right. The fact there's an outside nine to you. So what are you going down for? <laughs> there's, unless there's a hot call and the linebacker's blitzing C gap. You don't well, go but, down. But but even so, okay, let's say whatever it was, you're back there and your quarterback just got sacked. You don't help the dude up? No, you're 100% right. <laughs> I mean, terrible even, look. Even if it wasn't his fault. I mean, he just sitting over and looked at him and kind of walked him. And I was like, I had to rewind it. I was like, and then I texted you. I was like, what the hell? I couldn't believe it either. It was like you read my mind. I go, and this guy doesn't even pick him up. And then Zorch texts me. <laughs> The guy lets up a sack, doesn't even help the guy. I go, I was just saying the same thing. Like, what are you doing here? 
But like, like you said, I mean, it's culture, and I mean, it has to change. And if it doesn't change, then we're back at square one. Yeah, we're again. back at square one again. I mean, you said it. If you, you gotta be, you if you can spend ninety million on Julius Peppers, <laughs> right? Let me let me highlight that again. If you could spend ninety million, think about this, fans. On Julius Pepper. I'm just throwing peppers. You could throw Khalil Max number. Throw whatever number. But you can't spend that on the most important thing, the coach, and get the right guy in here. Someone who knows he's a head coach. Like, you open a dictionary book of coaches, right? And there's that coach, Jim Harbaugh. You go pay that guy, and you get him in your building. I don't care if he makes Ted Phillips. His first move, Ted Phillips, retire. That's your first move? Ted's got to say, okay, because football's more important. Not your fucking Bill of Rights for Arlington Heights. That'll come. Get the best coaches in here. That's what needs to happen. Now, Eberflus is still writing his story. I think everybody manipulates my words sometimes go over here and give them a shot but it's to your point it's if it's if we're into september of next year and we're seeing these same political moves in preseason it's done bro this this half you know the glass half full that isn't winning cultures in the nfl well, but it'll be interesting to compare, like, first years with, let's say, Bill Cowher and, let's say, like, coaches that are established, right? Did they make these mistakes their first year, right? Right. And so that's the idea that you have. But, again, this is what happens when you pay on the cheap and you get somebody that isn't head coach, right? Right. You know, so these are, I mean, do you expect this individual, like Nagy did her, his first year, to go on and, and have great success, and then all of a sudden he becomes his mastermind. Well, I mean, well, that's the one the thing. That's the one thing that gives me a little bit of hope because I knew that Nagy was a shoe salesman because I knew Fangio was the reason why he was the coach of the year, right? Because they went with the win loss. Right now, I look at Eberflus; he's making these mistakes. I have to criticize him and help this situation because. It's true. I know that I'm right about this. Again, this can't be the way. He's learning on the job. So this is a terrible first season. This is where you learn. How do you learn? You learn from your mistakes. But the thing is, I'm with you, Chris. If we continue to see this, don't all of a sudden once again come over to Phil and say, you were right, Phil. God, you were right. Well, no shit, Sherlock. What do you think? I'm I'm not saying fire Eberflus. Let's make that clear. I'm saying you have to be concerned. I am very concerned with this coach right now. This was a huge test. Without everybody was ready, Chris. Justin Fields, now we're going to see Trevor Simeon. One, two, three, going to throw. No. 
You put up 10 points. Justin Fields has been a magician. I don't just throw that out there. He's made your offense. He's covered all the warts of the offensive coordinator, the head coach, and the defense. Without him, you saw what you got. Right, but 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 wasn't it in, inevitable mm-hmm. because of the way he was playing? I mean, did you guys did you think that he was gonna last like the whole season? Being the, the highest yard gaining quarterback of the season or the, the the world? I mean I mean, come on. Do you want your quarterback? I mean You were saying <laughs> this two two weeks ago. Someone finally gave you credit. That's I think it was saying. Bratcher. <laughs> and and cool Kennedy, I actually cool Kennedy was saying it. I just I, look, it's not common. Zorich called it. I think you called it the week before, <laughs> right? I'm, I'm keeping just, it 100. You were like, Phil, how long could this keep up? Then he's hurt. He's hurt. He's laying on the ground in Atlanta in the fourth quarter. Let's run another QB draw with him. Oh my God. Model, model. Not own, but know what, Chris? College football. Oh my lord! Was that just an amazing weekend? I mean, Friday and Saturday, it was unbelievable. I almost agree with your rankings this week. Almost, almost, almost. My number one team. My number one team has a guy that's maniacal on his sideline. I'm just like you that's your that. number one. Wow. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Okay. They did what nobody believed, but let's yes, that's very let's, true. Let's talk about these teams, Chris. You let's let's kick it off. It's a fun. Yeah, maybe Sheree, maybe we could uh, work in a way where we can maybe make up for the hour and a half that he spent on his rant. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna need your help here, Sheree. So I'm gonna limit it because people have to go to bed and. And, um, you got to go quick through these teams. Right, exactly. exactly. Let's go number 16. How about that? Let's just start there. Number 16, UCLA. Now, this is just going to show you kind of how tight, like like this, this our Super 16 is, but literally what the top 10, top 25 looks like. Because this is a 9-3 and three team that had an opportunity to do really well against USC. They, they didn't, obviously. But the idea is that they were close. Now, if their quarterback, uh, DTR, which we, we we both talked about, I mean, he has over 3,000 3, yards of the season. That's awesome. But to be 9-3 and three, be, in this, be number 16, it's going to be kind of tough. Right? They're going to go to a, a great bowl. But with, with those, those three losses, man, it just – I feel bad for him. I really yeah. do. Kid is a great yeah, football player. They had a chance to really beat SC. They had him on the ropes, Chris. Back and forth it was going. Again, that's the story of football. Man. That's what makes it so great. But you're right. Um, the three losses kill you. And that's where you go from there. They did win, though, this weekend. They beat, right? Didn't they beat, who was their rival? Cal? Oh, yeah. Well, but again, I mean, okay. That's so their rival, right? They beat Cal. I mean, all right. <laughs> Great. Okay. But, you know, but again. I mean, Cal had them on the ropes for a minute. But but they fumbled when they lost to Arizona. 
right? Because yeah, that was the killer. Right. I mean, you know, you have a chance to beat Utah when, when folks couldn't beat them. And then you lost to Oregon. Okay, they're a great machine, but then you, you fumble up and you, you lose to Arizona. And then that's really what killed you. And then you go into the your rival at SC, you know? That's it. All right. Let's go to, let's go to number, 15. number 15. Number 15. Clemson. Oh, boy. Now, this is so interesting. So, oh, boy. Clemson drops seven. 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 After losing to who? South Carolina. Our boy who just reemerged as he's, like he's, the last couple games, man. He had Mr. Miyagi at quarterback. <laughs> Spencer Rattler. Seriously. Rattler. I mean, where, where did he come from, man? All of a sudden, he like became the guy that we thought he should be. Right. Like, like I totally forgot he was in South Carolina. Totally forgot. And then all of a sudden, it was like, bam, bam. It's like, whoa, oh, yeah, I forgot he was there. Oh, by the way, he just destroyed Tennessee. Holy and, shit. And, oh, boy, you know, you have a chance to play your rival, which everybody knows you're going to lose to. Haven't lost in their home stadium in how many games? Was it like 40, 45? 40. 40. 40. 40 home games. 40 straight, 40 straight. at home. And I think, the, the, I think the next one is like, 24 or something like that. That's, I mean, it's, cool. that's where it's at. 40, I mean, come on, man. And then you're playing a what? What what was uh what was South Carolina walking into that? I think they were weren't they uh, eight four, and seven, five or something like that? What's that? Oh, playing there? No, their their record. No, they I think they have a pretty oh, good eight pretty and three. Good. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so they were seven and four going into it. My bad. So now they're eight and four. Yes. So, yeah, unbelievable turnaround. I mean, that's the story, Rattler. Oh, my gosh. Well, and then here's the thing, though. So you're going to have – this is how powerful your your ACC is, right? So number 15, they're actually going to be playing for the ACC championship. So what? Yep. What? Okay. All right. That's a power – that's a powerhouse there. You want to go to number? They're going to play is not even in the damn top sixteen. They're going to play UNC. UNC, right? Who lost to who? Who the hell they lose to? Oh my God, they lost to um, North Carolina State, right? Yes, they did. Unranked. Unranked. Yes, they did. North Carolina State. But before that, Georgia Tech. But that's whole. They're not even in there. So. Let's, let's jump to 14. Number 14, Florida State. Now, these guys are kind of on the rise a little bit. And actually, you're not going to believe this. They're 9-3. 9-3. Right? So, which is amazing, man. You think about when they beat LSU. I mean, they were just, you know, king of the hill. Right. Now, I mean, after that. And then when you look at who they lost to, it was in the midseason. We actually talked about this last week. You weren't here because of your tummy, but you look at they lost to Wake Forest, who was ranked. They lost to NC State, who was ranked, and Clemson. Like, those are their only three losses in the middle of the year. Yeah, Florida State on the right. That was one of the most exciting games. 
balling on Florida, Friday. Florida State. What a ball game. The kid Davis from Florida State showing his skill, throwing the ball down the field, big plays. Oh, my God. That, that was a like college football. I mean, I know a lot of World Cup people are out there. I'm like, oh, it's not even close when you watch these college football games. I'm like, oh, my God. Florida, Florida State was just must-see TV. Well, and, and here's the interesting thing. So he's ranked 14th, right? So Jordan Travis. So he has a quarterback ranking of six. <laughs> and this is so interesting because, you know, I'm, I'm all about the stats. But when you look at it, there has to be that kind of um, um, kind of it factor or that, that, that unknown factor that's going to allow you because, I mean, our, our number two team, their quarterback ranking is 16. So what's the difference between number two at 16 and, you know, number 14 at six? I mean, it's obviously a team. We're talking about one person. But, again, at the end of the day, it's kind of interesting. It is interesting. Speaking about interesting, let's, let's go to 13. Number 13, Oregon. Phil, you see how fast I, I cut you off. I apologize. No, it was good. It was good. No. See, this is how Sharia and I did it, right? So we boom, boom, boom. We did it. We didn't have time to take a drink. We didn't have time to, 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 to sit there and ponder. We just rolled through it. So maybe you can Christian watch Christian pondering. Uh, Florida State. Now we're at last week's show to kind of learn how to, you know. Let's go. I thought I was your master here. You uh, are my master. Bo Nix. But sometimes when a master got a little tummy ache, the shoe master got to come in and take over. Bo Nix. Yes, our guy. Oregon. He's up this season with 3,400 freaking yards. 34. When he was leaving Auburn, I know he was not thinking he's going to end his season with 3,400 freaking yards. Did you think they would lose to Oregon State, the Beavers? That's my problem. That is my problem. What the hell are you doing losing to the rival. Oregon State? What the hell, man? Oregon State has been sneaky good this year, winning these games. Um, I'm surprised but, you have but, them but, under Florida State. I would have put Florida State over Oregon not, I, I still How many spaces really did they drop? Uh, six, actually. So six spots. <laughs> okay. But here's the thing, though. They could have been in the Pac-12 championship. Uh-huh. They could have been in that sucker. And this is after losing to Washington. They could have still been in it. But they said, no, I want to shit the bed again. Come on, man. This is Oregon State, man. This is your rival, man. You need to – ah, man. The Beavers came. See, Phil, that's the reason why I couldn't coach, because I'd be knocking kids out. I'd be that's knocking cool. kids straight up out. I'm like, dude, this is a rival weekend, but get your ass in the weight room. Well, coach, I got to what? Boom! <laughs> I'd, be, I'd be going to HR. I was Zorch's HR again. I'm like, God damn it, again? Really? One more time, Mr. Zorch. One more time. Come on, man. Come on. Hey. Got to play big against your rival. You they did not be losing to bullshit teams. Hey, what's Oregon State's record, Cherie? Check that one out. We'll go to number 12. Number 12, Washington. So, 
Again, here's another team that's going to kind of sneak up on you. They're 10 and 2. 10 and 2. Yes. Can you believe that? No. But when you look at their team, well, here's the thing, though. Their quarterback, freaking out of this world, man. He's throwing he the ball. The number one. Oregon State, 9 and 3, Chris. See? Okay. Oh, but let's take a look who they play. Let's take a look who they lost. This guy had Baylor in there for, for weeks. Oh. <laughs> oh. Okay. See, but but again, this is this is what happens. You start off playing Boise State. Okay, you lose to SC back-to-back, and then you lose to Utah. So, I mean, you're going to get killed right there. And then you barely beat Stanford by one point. And, of course, they lost to Washington, yeah. And then they so beat Oregon. So like, you're talking about you're talking about Oregon State. I am talking about the Beavers, yes, because okay. you brought them up. I'm sorry, we, we can jump on Washington if you want. Now I want to look at Washington. Okay, let's look at Washington. But here's the thing: their quarterback, Michael Penix, has the most yards in D1 at 4,300 yards. Dang, Kid with is... seven interceptions. That's not bad. Guys, uh, under the radar too. Not a lot of people talking about right what he's doing up in Washington. And that comes with the lack of faith in the Pac-12's defenses, which I think yeah, are I think under, they're horrible. You don't think there is? I oh think they're better. I think I, they're better than horrible. I thought they were horrible. Well, here's the thing. Here's the exciting thing, though. That's right, Mike. He transferred from Indiana. Oh, he did? I didn't know that. Yes, he transferred from Indiana. Okay. Booyah. And hopefully he'll stay. And maybe, you know, after 4,300 4, freaking yards, and maybe he might have the, have a chance to Heisman next year. Oh, he's going to stay. I, hope I would so. be shocked if he declares. I don't hey, even man, know what. Are you kidding me? Some of these guys are rolling, man. They're jumping a transfer portal, which is a whole we, different We saw the kid from Michigan transfer portal tonight. Oh, who's that? I didn't see that. Uh, what's his name? Uh, he was a starter last, last year. The quarterback? <laughs> Yeah, the quarterback, McNamara. Thank you, Sheree. Okay, which who was that? That was their quarterback last year. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was a four-star recruit coming out of high school. Okay, are we on Michigan now? Or oh yeah, no, we are eleven. I'm no? just saying he. You okay. said transfer portal. It was relevant. Somebody jumped in it tonight. McNamara announced it. Do you announce it during your playoff run? That's kind of weird to me. Well, what's the rule the there, Chris? Now that he announces, is he off the team? Well, that would be up to the coach and the athletic director. Mm-hmm. So when I was in the AD several years ago, we had that situation. So that, that's when the transfer report just started. Mm-hmm. And a kid jumped in. And again, when, he, when I say jump in, I mean, he didn't go to his coach. All you have to do is go talk to the uh, director of compliance and say that, hey, I would like to officially put my name into the transfer board. So your coach doesn't know. I mean, no one really knows until it's announced, unless you talk to them. So, but oftentimes, and, you know, this is the, the flip side of it, a coach may come up to you if you're not playing and say, hey, what you thinking, you know? You think you're going to have an opportunity to stick, you know, blah, blah, blah. You, you might want to jump on the portal. Which, you know, is how you think about it. How did Lincoln Riley, how did um, uh, Michigan State coach, how did these guys get this these influx of players in there? 
Well, they had conversations with these with with the the current guys saying, you know, hey, you might want to think elsewhere. Anyway, make a long story short. So, my policy was, if the kid jumps in, then outside of you know getting treatment if the kid's injured or whatever, that person's off the team, right? Because that person felt that he didn't want to be part of it, or she didn't want to be part of it. Um, but I, I'm sure there's ADs. I'm sure there are people out there that are be more lenient. But if you're gonna make that decision and di- disrupt our team, then yeah, you need to come back. Here's the crazy thing: is everything's just jumping a portal. You're gonna get the phone call. Guess what? You didn't get a phone call. So he came back and said, hey, you know, hey, after like a month, hey, you know, I didn't get anything. Can I come back on the team. <laughs> what? I mean, we gotta keep on stepping. Kept on stepping. I mean, those those are the decisions you have to make. You know, being a head coach or an athletic director, you gotta be able to set a policy, set a standard. Now, would you lean on your coach, or is that a you, an athletic director, decision? That scenario, that scenario, the kid doesn't get a call from Oklahoma or wherever he thought he was going. Now he wants to come back to Zorich University. What do you? Are you the AD deciding or is the head coach deciding? Well, we've set the policy. So it's, it's oh, a okay. policy of the athletic department. So it's, 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 it's all sports. I mean, and you got to think about it. If you're trying, as a coach, you're trying to put together a team for next season, and all of a sudden you hear, kid didn't tell you, all of a sudden he or she says, hey, I'm, you know, you read goes about. over the, the wire, like right. below. And you're like, whoa, what the hell? You go down and think, hey, Jamie, you know, what, what, what the hell happened here? You know, she's like, well, you know, I just thought I wanted to do something else different. A good question. What's the rule for the transfer portal? Is there a certain amount of time a college athlete has to stay before entering the portal? Well, you you aren't allowed to go during the season unless your season's over. So all these folks that are you're seeing a lot of folks that have said, okay, I probably won't play in the bowl game. So therefore, that's why you saw all these all this accident in the transfer portal right now because everybody's season ended at the the 12 games that they played. If you get, you got a bonus to go on to the playoffs, you get a bonus to go on to the uh, to play in a bowl game. That's something different. And again, if I was the coach, so let's say you're Harbaugh, right? McNamara, yeah. again, is no longer on the team. I mean, you, you put your name in a portal. Again, I'm, I'm going to make sure you, you, you know, you, you're getting study hall and everything else until the semester's over. But if you don't want to be part of my team, I'm not going to sit there and waste, waste time on. That's crazy that he put it in. You got the Big Ten championship. You got playoffs. And you're putting your name in the portal. God forbid anything happened to the starter, you would be next, no? Unless he's lower down on the totem. I don't know. Well, but but even still, I mean, having a chance to get a degree. Well, but having a chance to get a degree from Michigan, let's see where he's going to end up. I mean, at the end of the day, you're trying to graduate, right? Because – Although we all love this great sport or any sport, it ends someday. Yeah, exactly. So now you're going to sit there and say, well, hey, you know what? For me, my career ended when I chose to jump in the portal when I was at Michigan. There you go. Some little portal talk. Hey, hey. Portal talk. Those were deep thoughts with Chris Zorich on the portal. On the you portal. taught me some things about the portal tonight. Hey. Let's I go. I teach the master, but it's hard. <laughs> Let's go to number 11, Miyagi. Number 11, Kansas State.
So again, this is kind of interesting. Interesting team. Um, Phil, I mean, they had wow. two quarterbacks starting the whole season. But more important, this is kind of this would be kind of interesting. I mean, a nine and three team ranked eleven is playing for the pack for excuse me for the Big Twelve championship. Again, what does that tell you, right? I mean, now, I mean, I hope that they have a chance because I, I still think, and I'm, I think one of the only person left in the country that believes that TCU isn't as good as they look. Um, which you know, I mean, I'm not going to get yelled at for that, but that's just my opinion. Um, we're going to say I thought Iowa State was going to show something, but they got demolished by TCU. But we can talk about that later. But Again, when you look at Kansas State, hey, they only lost to a ranked TCU team in Texas, right? But they also lost to Tulane. So the, that's the that's, that's the blemish, the Tulane. Because the remember that Kansas State-Texas game was coming down to the wire, if exactly. I remember. Exactly. And they playing them tough. They would have had a chance, right? So the, the idea – is that now they're going to play TCU again, and what's going to happen? I'm sure TCU is going to roll on them. So we're going to have, we're going to see TCU in the Final Four, which is really disheartening. But we can move to ten if you'd like. Let's go. Number ten, LSU. Okay, since I love the SEC, SEC. Let's talk some more shit. How does a nine and three LSU team that almost had a chance to be in the final four, how are they ranked 10th and gonna play Georgia in the Nas- in the in the SEC championship game after they shit the bed against Texas AM? How does that happen? It's bugged out how this season in the SEC Oh my god is swollen, man. Alabama fucking they shit the bed and everything just gets jacked up. See, Alabama, like this, man, we just need Alabama in there. Let them have the little dynasty forever. Then you won't have stupid shit like this. <laughs> well, Tennessee also had a shot. They blew it. I know, but got figured, smoked. Well, right, but here you have you have a chance to really kind of do something against a a four and seven. Oh my God! It was embarrassing. Was absolutely I know I, I, deep okay. in your heart you were laughing. <laughs> you were. Oh, no, I was laughing out loud. It wasn't so much deep in my heart. <laughs> I, I, I was laughing out loud. <laughs> Watching Chip Kelly go down to uh, your guy over there at Texas A&M. Did, did you see him? How about them Aggies? <laughs> he came in, into the locker room. I mean, wow. it was. I mean, it was he has two weird. upset wins this year. This dude, well, beat, exactly, which is crazy. Be Alabama and LSU. So basically, his season was horrendous. No, he beat Alabama last year. Oh, it was last year. Right. But that's okay. I mean, oh yeah, that's right. It was close. He needs to hang his hat on that, right? Because who was the? Uh, he beat another team this year, Texas A and M. Arkansas? Maybe it was when they were. Oh hot. no, it was UMass. My bad. It was UMass. <laughs> UMass. Twenty to three. That's that's what it was. UMass. 
then they beat the shit out of number a highly ranked LSU team, which again, man, I had them up there, man, and they had a chance to get in there. The Aggies, they beat Miami. There you go. They beat Miami. LSU, the Tigers went from sniffing, possibly getting in the playoffs, Chris. Like, literally. They, they had changed. a chance. They totally had a chance. To so now, now. Now, now they're in the basement of the – well, I don't say basement, but they have no. They have absolutely no chance now. They beat Alabama. Excuse Last me. Last year. That's okay. That's okay. FC. I'm saying if LSU, yes, they're going to play Georgia. They beat Georgia. Yes. Does that propel them to a spot? No, absolutely not. Okay. And, and I, I at wanted the end that. Of the day, well, but here's the thing: it's going to be interesting. You know, let's talk about that when we get up there. So let's right. try to get up there. Let's go, Penn State. Let's Number nine, Penn State. All right, Phil. Here's the thing. When I tell you the the quarterback ranking of our guy Shane Clifford that we just did not acknowledge as being a quarterback, right? He just did not look like a quarterback, but he balled. You wouldn't believe how many yards he had for the season. So first, how many yards do you think he had for the season? I don't know, so I'm definitely going to guess 3,800. Wow. Okay. So no. So like. No, so he had twenty five hundred. Twenty five. Wow, that was amazing. But thirty eight hundred. Wow. Have you watched any just... college football this year? No. Well, okay. <laughs> well, anyway, I so was... let's just move on. He did get benched. He just jacked my whole uh, conversation up. I was just going to say how amazing he was with a quarterback ranking of thirty four, and we didn't think he was going to be that great with twenty five hundred yards, which I thought was amazing. But apparently. You think 3,800 yards is, deserve, is deserving for the Penn State quarterback? But. Well, I thought – I really liked the kid. I really thought he was going – and then he got benched. Yes. With a young kid. And then the Clifford story was kind of more toned down. I didn't think I, – I didn't understand why he got benched, to be honest. And then, obviously, he came back. So, I guess that's the story. That he came back and now they've won, but Penn State to me, I think that was the big mistake of the coach benching this kid. Oh, right, and they only have two losses, right? And the losses were who? Michigan, Ohio State, right? And it's so you, you're gonna have two. a and, and ten and two is a great record, man. Heck now, yeah, it is. They're gonna jump to a great bowl. They're not even representing the, the, the Big Ten in a championship. I, I can't, man. Man, that's I think Illinois. they should get rid of. They got to get rid of the East and West or whatever the heck they're doing. Illinois had a chance, and Illinois, I think, wait, what is? I think Illinois was like, I think they're like five and four in conference or something like that. Come on, it's like something terrible. They had a chance. It was like Oprah; she was passing out opportunities to. Be in the, <laughs> you uh, get a chance. Right. You get a chance. You you play now. It's Purdue. Purdue. Purdue the- isn't even in the Zorich hemisphere. Who? Who? Well, Illinois had a chance. I'm trying to find who Illinois. Illinois? Illinois. <laughs> Illinois? 
I can get it for you. Illinois football. I'm just trying to see. I mean, remember they almost beat Michigan. Yeah, yeah, but here's the thing though: they had a they lost to Purdue, right? And then they spanked Northwestern forty-one to three in conference. So they just beat Northwestern, right? But in conference, they were four and four. Right, they lost to Michigan State. Well, they lost everybody, but in conference they were four and four, right? Had Purdue lost, and obviously Illinois won, they would have been representing um, the East in uh, in the Big Ten championship. A team that's five and four, man, come on, man. Anyway, they gotta fix that. I'm sorry, I'm on my rant. Let's, Let's go to ten, number eight, number. A Tennessee. Did you just say take, ten? Take me to another. I was gonna sing. Okay, take me to another place. Okay, all right. Okay, I cut enough. my I cut myself up. So here's the amazing thing. So our guy Hendon Hooker, right, tore his ACL. Oh. Right. Before that, put up 3,100 yards, has a quarterback ranking of two. I'm sorry, he's number two at yes. 89.5. Wow. Now, the number one guy is at Kansas. He's at like 80, I think he's at like 90.1 or something like that. But he only had two interceptions. That's crazy. I mean, he had a phenomenal, phenomenal year. Sad and that he got hurt. After, yes. After beating Vanderbilt, they moved up. But, I mean, is he going to be in the Heisman talk, do you think? I think he's got to be in the talk. But I think it's a clear cut who should win the Heisman that we okay. talked about a few weeks ago. I can't wait to get up there. Okay. It sucks that Hendon Hooker got hurt. Yes. What Tennessee now nine and three? What's the ten and two? Ten and two. Yes. It's amazing. Another man. ten and two. I mean, this these bowl games next week, man, are gonna be just freaking unbelievable games, man. There's going to be so many 10 and 2 teams playing against each other. It's going to be awesome. Let's go to number seven. Number seven, Utah. The, the two Utes. Utes. There the we two go. Utes. And How's interestingly enough, we actually talked about Cameron Rising kind of throughout the whole year because we love his four-star mustache. But amazingly, he has a quarterback ranking that ranked 10th at – 83.2. So he actually turned around the year he had. However, they're 9-3. and three, And guess what? Because Oregon shit the bed, they're going to be playing for the, the Pac-12 championship. Uh, this is huge. This, this that's is a huge. Great, that's a huge Here's game. the thing. Here's the thing. It's a huge game because why? Because of number USC in the playoffs. only loss this year is against who? US Utah. The Utes. The Utes. Now the they Utes. get a rematch. Rematch. Redemption. Bob Marley. Okay. Or is it you get another loss and then you're knocked out of the playoffs? This now, thing. That's where you start to get kind of crazy. That's why. That's why. What you're talking about with the Big Ten they're not doing it right because Michigan should probably be playing Penn state 
or a re a repeat of Ohio State going to Michigan or something like that. Like play the top teams. But again, I mean, obviously, no one would want to see Ohio State, Michigan again. Oh, it probably would I'm be sure good. Penn State, Michigan. Sure. Yes, yes. But, but I mean, we can give props to Utah. I mean, if you look at what they had, so Utah was SC's only loss. Mm-hmm. Now, you know, this is the this is the disheartening part because they they lose the four at the beginning of the year and then. They lose against Oregon, so and UCLA. So you look at had they kind of done like like we actually liked them for a long time, right? And I mean, nobody's liked them more than Ben Ricketts. I'll tell you that yeah. he's here every week. That's awesome. He Love you, Ben. There he is. There you go, my boy Ben. And, and, and so the idea that they have a chance at redemption. And as we know, it's hard to beat a team twice in one season unless you're the Bears. Oh! <laughs> so yes. the idea that the youths, right, have a chance to win. I, listen, there's a chance. They're very well coached. But oh, to absolutely. your point, no absolutely. one's playing. No one's playing like USC Ooh. right now. Ooh. No one's playing like that quarterback at Ooh. USC right now. I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay. So <laughs> let's talk about one of my favorite teams. Number six. Number six. Alabama. My boy Bryce Young, our boy Bryce Young, who yes. we love dearly, Mr. Comcoast Collective, had over... 3,000 yards for the season. Great for him. Um, he'll probably leave. He did not have a amazing year for the right. Heisman, right? But we, we still like him. He won it last year. I do not think he has a chance you this year. think he's going to leave? I think he might stay one more year. Okay. I would. I, mean, I hey, think he I should. <laughs> Is he a, he's a junior? No, I think... He'll be a junior, right? Next year? So that means he's a sophomore now? I thought he was I a thought junior. thought so. I will tell you in a second. Let's get to some stats here. He is a junior now. You he are is correct. a junior. Wow. Okay. So, one of the so- okay. so does he stay? That's a question we, we can talk about. I would tell him, advise him to stay. So I then he could, win, he could win his sophomore year. And his senior year. That's awesome. That, that'd be crazy. That would be great. That would be and then you story. get a redo for Alabama. I think that would help their program having him oh, yeah. back next year. But the good thing is they beat Iron they they beat Auburn in the Iron Bowl. Spanked 29-27. With with an interim coach they actually used to play at Auburn. So how cool is that? That was kind of a great opportunity for him. But yep. guess what? They're ten and two. Cadillac. Now they have an outside outside chance. Ten and two. A lot of stuff got to happen though. A lot of stuff has to happen for them to get. A lot of stuff got to happen. 
LSU has to dominate Georgia in the SEC championship, which would mean that maybe Georgia gets bounced out of the top four, which won't happen because they're number one on a consistent basis, at least in my poll. Yes. Hint, hint. Hint, hint. Um, but you know what? Let's talk about that when we, when we get up to the final four. All right. Let's, let's talk go about in. number five. Number five. Ohio State. Was that a whisper? Hey, creepers, creepers. What? What happened was? Apparently, what happened was? Oh my god! <laughs> wow. So, did the wheels just come off of this shit, or what? No, I felt Shereen, like you want to jump in here because I know you got some Michigan stuff to talk about. How crazy was that game? Oh my gosh! It was beautiful. You know, so I can't see you, Phil, as much I'm as I love. I'm getting it. Thank you. I was trying to get to that. I, I, it was it was a beautiful it. game from from my point of view. So, oh my gosh, this it is was. to see them finally fall in your rankings. You've given us our proper credit. <laughs> finally, end of the season. I was. I couldn't believe it. I talked to my boy Rick. Rick was just ecstatic. I was he so was happy for Rick. As everyone was fired up about this. But the thing is, is that how did, and you just knew because the they did the same thing the Bears did. They wouldn't comment. Oh, no, our guy's good. Our guy's good. Running back. Come on, man. He wasn't going to play. I mean, he played like two downs. He went in one play. How in the hell? I mean, you got to think about Ohio State. I mean, their quarterback is the damn front runner for the Heisman at this point. JJ McCarthy has eh, not not that good of a showing previously. He right. showed out. He showed out. He Saturday. just oh my god, that whole team. <laughs> well, I think the head team. coach said, "You know what? We have to do something different." And they devised the game plan to not only throw the football, but to build up the quarterback to throw the ball down the field and played great defense. They also pass protected very well. And they, they, it wasn't like they didn't run the ball. That's what I love about this coach. He challenges people to be their best. I think, did he have 216 or something like that, running back? Oh yeah, he had, he had the closeout eighty-yard run too, right? <laughs> just like just closed out the stadium. People walking out the stadium. He's running. He's just running at the twenty, waving to 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 Dick Johnson running up the going to this I car mean, to get out of traffic. Is just, I mean, wow! I was speechless. I was yeah. just absolutely speechless. I loved it. It was it's just the way they dominated them. It was so beautiful. <laughs> Hail to the victors, man. Who's got it better than us? Nobody, hey. right? Zorich? I was amazed. So, which is the reason why they are five. Now, Yes. here's the thing. Are they just going to go to, like, the Peach Bowl? I mean, like, what bowl they get to, like... 
That's no, but, but but here's the thing though. This, this is the scary part. Well, let's run through. Let, let's let's keep the three of us on, but let's run through four, three, two, one. Because we're just gonna talk ready? about all these teams. Here we go. Number four, USC. Number three, TCU. Number two, Michigan. Number one, Georgia. Hey, there you go. Yep, I like it. I like it. I like it. There it is. I thought you were going to play Michigan twice. I wanted to, trust me. I was going to try to put Georgia two, but I can't do that on the fly. Well, okay, so, I mean, everybody had a chance. I mean, obviously the most important game was Michigan Ohio State. Um, we had a chance to see TCU play Iowa State. They were supposed to beat them. That's great. We thought – in our thought of thoughts that Notre Dame had a chance against SC, he, I think, as much as I love me some Stetson Bennett, I think uh, Caleb Williams may have won the Heisman during that game. No and, and I love, love me some Stetson Bennett. Uh, Williams, just hand him the Heisman. I mean, it just... The but, things but, that he do, does on the I football mean, field. It was... That game, like, I mean, there were times that he should have been dominated, and he, I mean, there's a play that they were able to play back. I think he ran like 83 yards total. Yeah. After, after scramble, folks. So I mean, it's just like, come on, guys. I mean, who did you think y'all were, like? What was the game plan? Who did y'all think y'all were playing? You know, I mean, there's a throw in there when he's running and he jumps, squares yes, his and shoulders, yes. and throws a ball. Is, is that crazy? Line. I go. Oh my God! Right. Right. Then, then he throws another dime down the right. That I man, these are NFL throws that he's mm. he's throwing like he's a fourth year quarterback. I'm like, Seriously. oh my God! He's only a sophomore, so he can't even come out this year. No, he's not. A sophomore. He's a yes. Oh, are you serious? He can't even come out. However, however, he's my only. And it's not a knock on him. And I'm sure if I was 20, if I was 20, you didn't like or whatever, the fingernails? Years, I thought that was cool, actually. I'm all about that. <laughs> so, the fingernails, well, let's explain to folks what the fingernails were who, who, who may not know what the fingernails are about. Well, he apparently does it, Shane said, every game to every opponent. But on his fingernails, he was painted F U C K. And D on the other hand, and he it. does it every game, and gets himself fired up that way, I guess. So, so yes, you're correct. He is a sophomore, so Lord have mercy. So he's got but, another year at USC. But did y'all see him coming into the stadium looking like Prince? I didn't he see had, it. He had like a cream, double-breasted. Suit, which I'm sure I didn't see, but I'm sure the the the, the pant leg. He had Acevedo's pirate shirt. Sure, the fluffy. No, he, didn't, he, he didn't have a shirt on. Oh, he didn't. He just had his gold. He had gold chain chain with his ear, oh, with his headphones no. on, 
with his double-breasted cream. He looked just like Prince, man. I was like, look at this. And of course, I saw him afterward, but I thought I saw him before. And I, I thought he was But I say all that to say that he is just a phenomenal quarterback. But I want to get back to that Ohio State. Let's talk more about that. But something we should, because we have to really, I mean, these are, they're probably going to have probably maybe three possible first round picks on that team. On Michigan or Ohio State? Yeah, on Ohio State, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, how does, like, that, there is no part of, now at first, the first maybe I think it was a first quarter maybe I thought that okay Michigan's when they went right down the field Michigan's my father called me he's like it's gonna be a long yep. day yep. I go no yep. they're gonna make adjustments and then even even dude was out even the, the running back at that point was out but talking about making adjustments halftime what happened destroyed him. It was the longest halftime ever, for God's sake. I'm like, how long <laughs> is this halftime? He had the time to do it. <laughs> but I love – No one's my favorite thing. It didn't work, so I just came back in. So, sorry. Good. My favorite thing was Jim just completely out-coaching Ryan Day. And Ryan Day just screaming and yelling on his side. It was just great for me. Like, I love that. And, and then did you see? And this is me. I'm 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 kind of um, harping on all the intangibles here. How yeah. about when the dude? I think his number was 88. When they're on the sideline, the dude headbutted uh, the Michigan guy. Oh my did y'all god! See that? that was a huge. Yeah. Un- I mean, dude, you could see how undisciplined they were. That was a exactly. huge penalty in exactly. the game. Exactly. exactly. Now, I am a strong proponent against. The whole targeting thing, kicking kids out. Right. Me too. I, I hate that. But for some shit like that, that's that blatant. His ass is gone. Now, if I was, I was part of, if I was a Ohio State's coach. His ass, his ass, be off the team until further notice. Yeah. Because that's uncalled for, and that is that's undisciplined. I mean, you, you aren't a league. You think you're a badass? You aren't a league. You'd be a badass within the lines, bro. Exactly. Anybody can be a badass outside the lines. Totally agree. Just with a helmet on. I always say to him, I always say, you represent me. That ain't me right there. You want to do that? Do it in between the lines. Goodbye. Sit your ass on the bench. You don't need those guys. I got six other guys that run four or five. And I got a guy that would chew off his left arm to play in your spot. So exactly, the fact that you're going to be undisciplined, and I guarantee you, that's not dude's first time. It's probably not. I'm just um, saying they got some animals too at Ohio State. Those. I'm just saying. I'm 35, just saying. Probably, probably, not, probably not his first time getting getting in the scrap, right? Right. So you have, if you have a history of that shit, come on, man. I know he ended up putting him back in the game. I'll tell you that. Yeah. See. There you go, HL. Exactly. It just shows the different minute. Here's Jim after the game. They're, I don't know if you saw it. They're trying to get him the interview. He's like, yes, nope, so here's, here's, right. he goes, 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 he
been a put a rose in his mouth. He could have been like taunting everybody. Come on. I mean, it was the first time they beat Michigan back to back in how many years? And oh, by the way, he did it. Come on. He did it. And you hadn't won at Ohio State since 2000. Dude, That's 22 years. 22. 22 years. Jeez. He could have been, been. And they put a whooping on him. It was like Rocky knocking Drago out. It's like, it was like. Nobody believed. I know. I texted Zorich. I go, and you, you, you better crown my ass. Because I believed. I believed. <laughs> I knew they were going to win. I just, I know a great coach. That that dude is just an animal. He's an animal. And we'll see. You always get, Jay, this young quarterback needs a lot of praise. He made the big plays in the critical moments JJ did and players stepped up. It was, it was impressive to see that this coach changed the dynamic. Ohio state was expecting them now without their big, they're going to stick to what they do. They're going to try to, and nope, we're going to throw over the top. We're going to get you one-on-one. You want to play, keep playing, man. We're going to take it. So they were talking to him and he just looked he was still like he was still in the days. He was like, ah, <laughs> ah, ah. A, I was brought in to stop this. Holy shit. Oh my god. It wow. was a great showcase for it was just absolutely amazing. So that then was Georgia plays Georgia Tech. This is where I think you move Michigan to number one. You played your rival, no one believed in you. The whole story, you're undefeated. That's why they leapfrog Georgia in my perspective, because Georgia played who? Who? <laughs> Georgia Tech? Unranked team. Georgia I Tech lost that. to SMU. They didn't even play them. That. I respect that. Did Baylor beat Georgia Tech? That's all. Wow. See, I'm just trying to stop for time as I look at the record Georgia of Georgia um, our awesome um, – The um, rambling record, Georgia. Who do you want? I could do it for you. Uh, I just happened to be looking at the schedule of uh, – Georgia Michigan. or Michigan? And See that they um, almost lost to Illinois. Okay, oh, but okay. right, right. So, hmm, Georgia almost lost to Kentucky by how many? Ten points. Okay, so Illinois, <laughs> Kent State. Okay, Kent, so right, Kent. so all right, you got them. That's, that's, that's your measuring to stick. That's the reason why they weren't one for me. Okay. Do they deserve me to absolutely? Do they deserve all the absolutely? But I, I I respect your reasoning. I get it. All jokes aside, they've been on your they've been on your top all season. And when they faltered, they got pushed down. You know that, right? Right there, I get where you're going. They didn't, they spanked Georgia Tech. And we can see tomorrow how the 
college football playoff committee thinks about that. And Georgia beat them last year. Who? Michigan. Oh, they did? What was the score? I forget. I don't remember the score. Okay. <laughs> I don't think did. you want to bring that up. I don't know if you want to bring it up. I was trying to bring it up. The crown to... stays on top in your. Tree, your do you poem. happen to know what the score was? I don't want to talk about it. Let's okay. talk about this okay. season. Okay. My bad. I thought I, I was going to go there. See, you know, I'm, I'm okay I'm... with number two. I get it. Georgia's the champions. I'm okay with the, the number two spot. I was willing to, to not even bring it up because. No, I'm, that should be a part of it. They. Are the defending national champs? They've not lost. They only could play who's in front of them, and they've dominated. So, I've thought Michigan has been tremendous all season. Uh, I get the Illinois thing, and and there's where you're at with them. So, I think your poll is very fair. I like how you lined it up, but you hate TCU. So I do. So talk about that. I think that well, I think TCU is in a conference they don't play defense, and I think the quarterback is great. But I think you, you imagine if Caleb Williams or um, Bryce Young was in the, the, the Big Twelve, right? It'd be insane because they don't play defense. So I put them. I mean, people are gonna hate me for this, but I put them in the same class as I did with Cincinnati last year. And you know how much I hated Cincinnati last year. Right. And it showed, right? I mean, it showed when, I mean, people were feeling sorry for him, right? I mean, people were like, willing, like I, people couldn't even watch it last year because they were just getting they were cremated. Right. But, but I think it's going to be interesting because we're going to, everybody's going to hoop and holler about how excited TCU is going to be there to get there in, in the final four. And they have to beat. Well, they have to beat Kansas State. Kansas State right. Which they, they beat previously now. If, if 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 they lose, then it just it gets it's all, all kind of malarkey is going to happen, right? Well, then who do you put? Let's just say they lose. USC okay. beats Utah, so now you got Georgia and Michigan. Obviously, beats Purdue. Now you got Georgia, Michigan. USC moves up to three, right? Ohio State or Alabama? Who do you put in? There you go, right? That's crazy. Isn't that insane? So that's where you're, you personally are probably rooting for Kansas State. I am absolutely rooting for Kansas State because I want, I mean, but again, it's hard to beat two teams in the year, blah, blah, blah. But I just don't think they belong when you got teams like Ohio State and Alabama kind of waiting on the, in the wings, right? It's, it's crazy. It's crazy. Nobody wants that. I think who would you choose? Bama or Ohio State? Well, I, I would choose Bama because Ohio State's loss, I think, is 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 much deeper than what we can look at. I mean, you had Michigan Demon had their star player. It was at home. They had the whole revenge factor all year. They talked about the score of last year's game. Like, I am dead set on like Ohio State was gonna whip. The shit. I know um, you were. I mean, I just knew that. I just knew that they were just going to dominate. They spent all year looking at that score. I don't know what score was, but blah, blah, blah. I mean, they, they had that on the on the, on the dummy. They had that in the weight room. They had it everywhere. They were, they were crossing off the hem. Ah, you know. I definitely would 
agree with you. Bama over Ohio State in my book. Right. Better coach, better team in my opinion, Bama. So that being said, then it gets kind of crazy, right? But you just want to make it to the, the final four. And I think that so we can kind of roll into this week's and the kind of the top five as well. Um, Let's do it. We're just kind of throwing everything there and just mixing a pot. Like, just I love pot. it. Um, I mean, in the my, my top five teams are just like top five games are literally just all of the conference championship games. So you got the Big 12 championship, Utah, USC. Um, Big 12, Kansas State, TCU, SEC Championship, LSU, Georgia, Big 10 Championship, Purdue, Michigan, Clemson, and UNC for the ACC Championship. I mean, you know, and people were saying, well, what if um, Georgia loses or what if Michigan loses? Like, hell yeah. Like, they would get knocked out, possibly getting knocked out of the the top four. Now, obviously, you know, we don't think that's going to happen, but It'll be interesting, let's say, again, if LSU dominates Georgia, right? I mean, are they out of the top four? Probably not. So they drop down to four, right? Does does LSU jump in? Absolutely not. But, you know, that's when you start going, oh, you know, who has a chance? Who doesn't have a chance? So I guess at the end of the day, from our poll, when you look at it, Ohio State and Alabama are still alive, right? Because they're still, they're still alive at five and six, when, as we've seen, any of the top four can lose. Because all the top if four... Utah can... beats USC, could I, they I, sneak in? Again, again. Uh, uh, that would be hard. They've played some great ball this year. Yeah, yeah. But now you're talking about Utah with a 9... There would be a 10-3 and three record... <laughs> Do they have a chance to be in the final four? Of course, you, you wouldn't let them in with, with, with a ten and a three record. But you know, it, it's crazy. So I think it's as much as we think there's going to be pushovers, it's going to be exciting. And I guarantee you, I'll say this here: just because of the craziness we saw this year, one of those teams is going to lose. One of those teams is going to lose in the top four. You heard it, and you here. probably know. You probably know why. I'm think it's gonna lose but <laughs> but that's the thing it's got i mean anybody can be what we've seen this year is anybody can be anybody on any given saturday wow thank you how about we that's explain your that? that's your two minute warning right there how about we explain that <laughs> the end broadcast button so right. chris zorich i will not press any more buttons anymore <laughs> He looks like a puppy in the window, uh, Cherie, in this pic. Please, don't get mad at me for this. Wow. <laughs> yes, on Keep It at 100, Chris was a guest but also has administrative access. And there's a button on the bottom that's red. It says Leave Studio. There's a button up in the right-hand corner that's also red. and says exactly. End Broadcast. Exactly. Guess what button Chris hit? <laughs> so that was the story behind that. Chris is amazing. Every week, breaking down the top 16 teams in the land today. He did it once again. 
setting you up for championship weekend. Chris Zorich gave you all the the conference games are the games to watch, clearly. The stories are going to unfold based on who wins and who loses in those games and how they perform in them. Could Michigan falter to Purdue? They let their guard down. Can USC get, you know, his nails dirty and get... And lose to Utah again, because that's the only team that beat them. Exactly. Could they get revenge? Could they lose to Utah? Could TCU, could Kansas State pull the upset? It'll throw the whole top half of this championship four, final four that college football has set up. They are going to broaden that like we had hoped last year. They're going to make the playoffs bigger, which I think is just going to be better for college football because then you don't have, then Ohio State and Alabama are still going to get in this. Utah is going to get in this. And you're going to be able to see instead of just pontificate whether or not these guys are going to be good. Are they good enough to, uh, can they do what? Well, maybe, uh, no, TCU face off Ohio State. Let's see what goes down. And that's when the real answers get answered. That's what I can't wait for, Chris. I just have one question. If that does happen. Mm-hmm. Do we extend the 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 weeks we're playing? Because don't you want to keep rivalry week, rivalry week? Uh, if we do keep rivalry week, what happens to the to the championships? Can you say rivalry for me again? Rivalry, <laughs> rivalry week. <laughs> Hopefully, you didn't get that. Yeah. I love it. So. I can do without rivalry week if it means playoffs. I want answers more than Georgia, Georgia Tech. Okay, but but now you have to consider, and then this is something that we haven't talked about, but what type of money does Michigan Ohio State bring into Columbus or Ann Arbor? Well, that game will stay. You just move that week back. Well, Early. There's, a, there's a reason why it's at the last game of the year. I know. Now we don't need that. We need. Oh, you don't need it. Oh, okay. Oh, you don't. Oh, all right. Well, we're going to get the answers. No. no, as long as you're good, then it's. Does okay. that take precedence over getting the Hell final? Yeah. You do. What? You think really? so? Okay. Well, oh, we got to save what? this for you next week's show. USF. You deserve. Uh, what, what? All these teams that are. What? What are, the what are they putting in? Kansas What's State, the... Washington. You think, what's the top twelve? Come on. No. How many teams are they putting in the playoffs? Did they're, they they're say? talking about 12. So 12. Right. I don't need rivalry week. If you're giving me 12, I want to see Tennessee face off versus Kansas State. Right. But you and then Penn see State versus Utah. You're, you're going to give up. Okay. You're going to give up Penn State, Utah for Michigan, Ohio State? No. I said you move the rivalry game in the season right. at the but very there, end. There's, there's a reason. There's a, you right. just set the schedule up different. That's all. Okay, so, so now we're starting a, a year, or excuse me, a, a month before. We're starting two weeks before the season. No, a week. You cut one, one of these games out, like Rutgers doesn't okay. need to follow well, me. But right, but when you say cut a game out, I mean that's going to be somebody's home take. 
So now this home game, you're going to take a home game away. Or from you start in August. Conference. Start two weeks in August earlier. Okay, so now kids only got like what? A week before they graduate, then all of a sudden a week later they got to start, start practicing. There, there you go. They're, they're not the pros, man. <laughs> it's pretty much the pros. It's pretty you know. it's not the pros. It's not the pros, but right. it's it's a job. It's, when you played at Notre Dame, it was a job for you. It was a job, yes. I, it was a job for me at Hofstra, and right. I, that's on Division One Double A. So I know on Notre Dame, that was like a job. You everything scheduled, practice, meals, study Correct. hall, grades, guidance count, whatever it is, counselors. Well, you, you had guidance because I, I I had a study. Study, yeah, we had the study with right. the, we had two tutor. tutors. Yeah, two tutors. Right. Yeah, we had the same thing there. But anyway, yes, we'll be back. One I think last we're going to have to talk about this okay. next week again. Well, yes, we will because next week, and I'm kind of pissed when I can be on before this, but next week on Sunday. ESPN is going to have their four-hour-long show unveiling the final four with all the bowl games and everything. So that's going to be exciting. So I can't wait to talk about that on Monday. Monday. <laughs> We're going to be going crazy up in here talking yes, about are. that. Yes, we are. Zora's just going to be fired up. Yes. The bowl games. Yes. How many bowl games are there? Too many. And, and I always said, look, the look, weed look, eater bowl. That's I love the only one I care about. I love me some bowl games. I do. I honestly love some bowl games, but we don't have enough teams this year. So now we got the, 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 there's a few teams that may have to petition the NCAA who are five and seven to see if they can say, hey, is it okay if we can, we can be five and seven and play in XYZ bowl? That, that's not fair. That's crazy that it's like that this year. Yes. Well, it's been like that for a couple of years because they got a lot of bowls. But... As long as Baylor gets in, I know you're going to be happy. <laughs> I want to go to to Fenway Park and see that bowl game in Fenway. Who's playing? I don't know. Guess we'll find out next week. All right. So there's 43 bowl games, which means 86 teams. And nice right now, math. I think there's currently only because I read this before. So, and I think there's <laughs> there's like 79 or 80 teams that have or something like that, somewhere that number that have uh, records over six over 500. UConn, baby. UConn's going to bowl game, baby. Jim Mora Jr. Okay. Talk First about year. a guy. He is my example of coaching, and you and I laughed because. UConn was pathetic. I mean, it's a joke here in my backyard. And I said to a lot of these UConn alum who watch our network, they were DMing me like, no way. No one will come in there and turn it around. I go, you get the right leader of men, you're going to be turning it around. Trust there me. You. There's an example. What a job he's done. I hope he stays and doesn't get offered the Colorado job with Dion. Well, Lord. Oh my That's a whole different we'll talk about Dion next week. Oh, he, he may be out of Colorado by that time. <laughs> well, do you think he takes that job? It's cold up there, oh, Michael. Well, 
cold up there, Michael. I think we have to listen to what he says. And some oftentimes it can be, I don't know. I just have a different kind of opinion. But I can't wait to hear your we opinion. Can, we can talk about that next week. All right. Next awesome week. Awesome show, brother. Great show once again for the lady of the house even showed up tonight, too, with her Michigan takes and her Ohio State ass-whooping taunts. Lady Bear, 83. Follow her. Cherie, great job tonight. And for the All-American, three times CBS Defensive Player of the Year, national champion, college football Hall of Famer, and one other stat that needs to be added to this. You can just take a pen and like cross on Ron G, Russian Ronnie. We need to add this to it. We can Former just do it all Madden. Hey, ho! Football player. Chris Zorich. Tremendous job. I can't wait to talk about next week with all of you fans. Thanks for joining us tonight, tuning in to the Super 16. Joe, so. <laughs> you pulled a Claudio at the end. I think I did. <laughs> With the call. <laughs> I love you. Go blue, Cherie says. Look at Go it. Go blue. Go blue. Love it. Big 10 championship, Pac-12, Pac, all of it. We'll be breaking it down next Monday night live here on TTNL, the Super 16 poll show with Chris Zorich. Later. Thanks for watching the Super 16 Poll Show with Chris Zorich. Like, subscribe, and comment. This has been a special presentation of the Tape Never Lies Network. Performance over politics.